Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, And I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. We're doing another deep dive into Michaela Loach's book, It's Not That Radical. And I'm almost done wrapping up the Who's Responsible chapter, but I wanted to discuss the concept of ecofascism. Ecofascism can be defined as an ideology that marries white supremacy and environmentalism. It blames overpopulation and immigration for the climate and the ecological crisis. It is a dangerous mindset that has caused a lot of harm, and it is the direct op to climate action. It is working against any of the justice that climate action demands. So when we talk about who's responsible, if the answer is not overconsumption, capitalism, and white supremacy, if it's not the lobbyist and the multi-billion dollar companies rather than the individual people, if it's not the super rich and the billionaires and those 100 companies, it's bullshit. It's not overpopulation, it's not emigration, it's not plastic straws. And this is why it's so important to notice greenwashing when it's happening. Michaela says, whilst we might not have caused this crisis, we have to be the ones to tackle it. We all have a responsibility to our fellow human beings to try and completely transform this world for the better. We all have a responsibility to protest, to fight back, to campaign, to talk to our friends and family about this, and to respond to calls of solidarity from our oppressed siblings all over the world. We all have a responsibility to take this into our own hands and change the world because change is not passive. Things don't and won't just get better over time. We have to take action in order to make things better. 
We have to join movements. She says, change is an active process. There are no superheroes coming to save us. There is only you and me and all of us together. If we want the world to be transformed, if we want a livable future, if we want a world where we're all respected and safe, we must all take action now. We all must realize that we all have the responsibility to act and a role in the action that's perfect for each and every one of us. We all must join movements and work together to resist oppression. In the next chapter, she goes on to talk about how an action is actually violence. An action is a form of white supremacy and upholding the status quo. But the problem is most governments aren't just falling back to an action. In fact, so many governments are subsidizing fossil fuel companies and voting in lobbyist proposals that are actively perpetuating this violence. And there's an essayist named Mary Anise Hegler who wrote the essay, Climate Change Isn't the First Existential Threat, where she details how Black and Indigenous communities have already suffered from this crisis. So it being referred to as an existential threat is whitewashing its reality that it's already had impact. But on the government impact, Hegler says this, nothing about the government's actions is passive. The climate crisis is the result of government collusion, not government inaction. And I want to clarify something. I'm going to use Michaela's words, but I find myself falling into the same definition of whiteness. But she says when she refers to whiteness, it does not refer to the color of someone's skin. Whiteness is a social construct. Whiteness and white supremacy, when used in this context, are simply about power and nothing else. And she goes into a concept that governments call sacrifice areas, and I highly recommend you look into it yourself. And truth be told, if you want me to do an entire episode on it, I happily will. But I have been trying to set the groundwork for this book so we can jump into a lot of the actionable stuff. And I also recognize that talking about colonialism is not always the most motivating thing in the morning. But as Michaela Loach says, given the reality, it is completely ridiculous to separate climate justice from racial justice or class justice. The climate crisis and white supremacy are inherently linked in more ways than one. We simply cannot talk about the climate crisis without interrogating white supremacy. These issues are absolutely inextricable from each other. Because white supremacy both created the problem and held us back from solving it. But whiteness is a social construct. It is just a story we are told. A story of domination, of superiority, of hierarchy, pursuit of perpetual growth at any cost, and perpetual crisis. And there are a lot of people paid very well to tell that story. But it doesn't mean that it is the only storyline available. Michaela goes on to quote Dr. Ayana Elizabeth Johnson, a marine researcher and climate communicator who wrote in an op-ed, racism derails our efforts to save the planet. So to white people who care about maintaining an inhabitable planet, I need you to become actively anti-racist. I need you to understand that our racial inequality crisis is intertwined with our climate crisis. If we don't work on both, we will succeed at neither. I need you to step up. So Loach says, when she refers to white environmentalism, she refers to environmentalism that is based on maintaining the existing status quo. Environmentalism that strives for preservation of how things are now, rather than transformation of the world as we know it. Skipping ahead to say that white environmentalism often has a tunnel vision on emissions and leaves out ideals of justice, which means some proposed solutions can actually have unjust consequences. 
the rest of this chapter, she goes in and breaks down how electric vehicles are actually a greenwashed sidestep of an actual solution and a ton of other loopholes that governments have found through CO2 colonialism and net zero reports. Because instead of encouraging an actual decrease in emissions and negative impact, these loopholes simply allow these companies to do what they're doing as long as they pay a fee. It simply continues stacking the deck for these fossil fuel companies and big agriculture corporations and the government to literally pay to pollute. So when they send us distractions like these, we must zoom out and look at the whole picture to make sure we're seeing the entirety of the climate and the ecological crisis for all of its impacts, which includes those of inequality and oppression and health and poverty, in addition to emissions. So she goes on to frame racial justice as an offering of many solutions instead of just a distraction. By strengthening the movement, and helping us understand the climate crisis and its impacts better, it reminds us that all of these issues are interconnected so we can get to the roots and solve it with the knowledge that can solve other issues and bring together a stronger, more cohesive movement that's in it for the right reasons and is no longer just focusing on the symptoms, but the actual source of these issues so that we can all become liberated from the impacts of them. Either way, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.